0: Have you ever been listening to somebody do Catholic apologetics and you just have that moment? Here are five statements people make in apologetics that should make good Catholics cringe. I have a Party 25, we have a working fire. Whole traffic shots fired. Slali Jesus Christu. Glory to Jesus Christ. We are going to cover five statements that should make a good Catholic cringe when they hear them being used in arguments for the Catholic faith. The first argument is that the Eucharist is not a symbol. What? Yes. Catholics actually believe the Eucharist is a symbol. No, 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 you can't say that. That's Protestant heresy. No. That's not Protestant heresy. That's actually Catholic truth. What are you saying? What are you No, 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 no. Stop, 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 before you get all angry and start bashing away at the keyboard, writing in comments. Let me ask you a simple question. What do Catholics believe a sacrament is? Sacrament for Catholics is an outward sign. Say what? Yes, Catholics believe sacraments are outward symbols. So much so that if there is no symbol, there is no sacrament. So, where are we coming from? In a lot of the debates over the history of the church, whether it was, whether Jesus Christ was God or man, whether Mary is virgin or mother, all of these other aspects of Catholic faith. There's been great arguments, people far more brilliant than me, churchmen, theologians, that have made the simple statement that oftentimes the essence of Catholicism is a both and affirmation. It's not either or. It's not God's grace, man's will. Jesus is a, is God, Jesus is man. Go all the way down the list. Most Catholic truth is rooted in the belief of a both and. So when you hear somebody say in an apologetical argument with a, a Protestant, the Catholic Eucharist, it's not a symbol. It actually is. Don't make the mistake of Denying the visible reality and the visible symbol in your arguments for invisible realities in the sacraments. Second argument that should make a good Catholic cringe when they hear somebody engaged in apologetics. Well, the the true church of Jesus Christ is the Roman Catholic Church. Wait a second. What is our creed? One holy Catholic and apostolic. The true Church of Jesus Christ is Catholic. Roman Catholics are not the only Catholic Church in the communion of Catholic churches. There are almost two dozen Eastern Catholic churches that are in the communion of Catholic churches. You don't have to be Roman to be part of the true Church of Jesus Christ. So, please, 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 please don't mistake the fact that the church is necessarily Roman. She is not the third statement that should make a good Catholic cringe in apologetic arguments. This time it's in cases with other Catholics. Don't forget your Sunday obligation. Oh, do any of you know where the word obligation comes from? It is actually rooted in a philosophy called in atomism it. that views relationships between entities as being, you know, superimposed upon them. Meaning these two things, Jesus Christ and the Christian, have this relationship. And that relationship is some, somehow forced upon them. Rather than viewing the connecting bond or relationship as natural. Well, in Christian approaches to virtue and morality, the belief is that that connection and relationship is natural or supernatural that connection or relationship exists by the nature of the relationship itself it's not something foreign and imposed upon so when you talk about obligations realize that you are using an imperfect model that points to an aspect of the truth of being a christian but it if it's the only way that you understand your relationship with christ you're really no better than a Pharisee. Picture Romeo and Juliet. You have two young lovers that are madly in love with each other. Are the choices that they make, the decisions, the actions that they do in their courtship and in their relationship, is that somehow foreign to their love for one another? Or does it flow from their love for one another? That's how we should think about the Christian faith. That is how we should think about our probably a better word, responsibilities, but that's how we should view the essence of the decisions before us, not as an obligation, but as a flourishing or a fulfillment or literally the flowing out from. Following along this conception of obligation, as opposed to a virtuous divinization of the Christian into Christ, the fourth thing that should make the fourth statement that should make a good Catholic cringe and apologetic arguments is, as long as it's valid, that's all that matters (sighs) seriously would any husband ever dare to utter those words about the relationship with his wife would any woman in her right mind stick around if her man said, baby, all that matters is a valid act That's not a relationship. Validity is that truth. It's that foundation that underlies all of that reality, but that doesn't make it good or beautiful. And we as Catholics have the responsibility to not only believe in true or valid spiritual acts between Jesus and his bride, but we have the responsibility to make sure that they're good and beautiful too. The fifth argument that should make a good Catholic cringe in an apologetic debate is when you hear someone say, you don't need the Bible, you got the church. Oh. Yes, Catholics need the Bible too. What? Interestingly enough, yes, there was a point in the early church where the only thing that Christians had was the Old Testament. For the first couple of decades, the Gospels, the Epistles, John's Apocalypse, the other Catholic letters... They weren't written. So, the way that people came to know Jesus Christ was through an encounter, was through a sacramental encounter in the church with the apostles, in the worshiping community. And all they had was the Old Testament and the echoing memory of the life of Jesus Christ in the preaching of the apostles. Yes, good Catholics need the Bible too. And one of the greatest saints of the Catholic Church made the simple statement, Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. If you have gotten something out of today's episode, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button and click the bell for notifications on future content. This is your host, Christopher. Check out our website, theufcshow.com. And until next time.